1: Welcome one. Welcome all to volume. Jason Witten of the NFC East mixtape, the greatest podcast that SB Nation puts out anywhere. You can actually access this a lot of places, which is what makes it super unique. You can listen to it on any of the NFC beast. Podcast networks here at SB Nation. That's Blog of the Boys for Dallas Cowboys coverage, Bleeding Green Nation for Philadelphia Eagles coverage, Hogs Haven for Washington Commanders, or Big Blue View for New York Giants coverage. You can watch it on the Bleeding Green Nation YouTube channel or the Blog of the Boys YouTube channel. And if you do, you will see the dueling colors that Brandon Lee Gouten of VGN and I, RGO Cho, are wearing today. Uh, we are recording this on Tuesday afternoon, a few days before game three of the world series. Brandon, uh, first one in front of what is supposed to be the most raucous crowd ever assembled in the history of professional sports, Philadelphia, super tough. That's why they get all mad whenever they lose games, blah, blah, blah.
2: Yeah. I mean, you said it well, so I'm um, looking forward to that game tonight. <laughs> looking forward to the Phillies taking the big two, one lead and route going, uh, five or, or sorry, winning in game five, um, you know, for one series win, like I said, uh i have an nfc mixtape review rj you want me to read it
1: i do want you to it's read not very it nice, uh, though. again uh subscribe wherever you get your podcast leave a rating write a review do the cross rating do the cross review all this stuff Um, uh, this is on the bgn side of things i imagine yes yeah, this is the bleeding green
2: nation ratings and reviews you know five stars you can, you can write whatever you want, obviously within reason, nothing, you know, uh, terrible, um, nothing that you wouldn't be proud of, maybe showing your parents or whatever. But uh, NFC East Mixtape, three stars. See, bad call. Should be five stars. Uh, this is from T. Shoes. Mm, yeah. I love BLG. He has great takes and opinions that aren't over the top, quote unquote, homerish. But RJ Ochoa ruins this show. The dude is your typical Cowboys nice. fan. He mocks any contradictory mm. takes, and he has the typical sense of entitlement that most Cowboys fans have. The cocky confidence from a fan base that hasn't seen a championship in almost three decades is astounding. Solid content, decent debates at times, but RJ just becomes childish and insufferable. So many Eagles fans do like you, RJ, but this one does not.
1: Um, I would argue um, that if anyone has been entitled and arrogant this season, it is just kind of any Philadelphian. Is that right? Is that the the term Philadelphia? Right, yep. Philite. No. Or would it would it be Philly? No, uh A like, Philadelphian. <laughs> like what would what is a person from Philadelphia? Philadelphia. Yeah, I yep. had it right the first time. That's what I said. Um, I will say uh, I'm doing this. I'm doing this as a courtesy for our listeners and viewers. You're doing that thing where you have too many tabs open and your screen is like. Yeah, in. I'm trying so, to close things. Uh, you might want to close a few of them. Um, that's okay. Uh, I have a few reviews to get to I'm a little bit well, wait, behind, I have a question um, for you. I also Real have quick. something to
2: do. What's someone from Dallas called and what's someone from Houston call and what's someone from San Antonio called, um, since you're a sports fan of teams and uh, all those cities.
1: Dallas people tend to go by Dallas, like Dallas lights, or like Dally's 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 is like a new, uh, new age way of looking at it. Houston is really, really lame. It's really normal, like Houstonian, like Philadelphian, uh, San Antonio in, like that's the most common one, obviously. Um, yeah so um i have several reviews to get to and then i have a, actually a question about philadelphia and we have a lot to get to so we have to kind of yeah, hurry up. we have sorry. to keep the dilly dallying to to uh minimum here um so these are all from the blog and the boys um side of things um this one comes to us from jake hubs um so it is a five star rating it's titled nfc's mixtape is great i don't re- i'm just reading this verbatim i don't remember the specifics but one time rj said he would give people baked potatoes did i say that <laughs> <laughs> um, this made me laugh, and for some reason, I think about it a lot. Love the content, but I hope Cowboys aren't the only Texas team to lose this week. Go, birds, go, Dodgers. I'm from LA, leave me alone. It's a little bit older uh, of a review, so obviously, it didn't work out. Um, next up, uh, this comes to us from uh, Joe's Lunch, uh, five star rating titled NFC's mixtape is still great. Here we go. Hey, RJ, I I remember I complained about the Santa batteries and, you know, uh, VHS tapes said, Hey, RJ, I had a joke lined up about Santa and a battery-powered VHS player, but I guess we're not doing that stuff anymore. So how about this? Last time the Cowboys made the NFC Championship, Washington had competent ownership. Hey, RJ, the Cowboys haven't been relevant in the playoffs since the Simpsons was good. Are you a Simpsons fan? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you, you enjoy... I think we, like, there's so many like underrated parts of football season, like the Simpsons commercials on a Sunday afternoon on the Fox broadcast, just kind of makes you, you know. Or feel sometimes like kind you, of you leave a Fox um, game
2: on, maybe in the late window, I guess, and like you know the Simpsons uh, start to be on, and you don't change the channel yet to Sunday Night Football,
1: right? um gone tilt offers a five-star rating titled nfc east mixtape lots of people getting it right by the way we haven't had an nfc mixtape fiasco um shout out to mr gouton of course rj does a fantastic job on the nfc east appreciate how he pretends he isn't a massive eagles fan his constant hot takes on twitter about micah parsons being held get old though go birds um so yeah whatever micah parsons getting held all the time finally well, micah parsons uh, uh, is gonna be at the phillies from... game tonight by the way as a big phillies fan right well he's he's not a I don't know. I don't know what you call like Harris, Harrisburgian um, Harrisburger. Anyway, uh, David Griffith, zero one. Um, the title is actually cut off, but I think it says who should the Eagles draft with their. I, think I, that I saw that. Yeah. Uh, Five star rating. NFC East Mixtape. After every Sunday, I find myself instantly wondering how RJ and Brandon are going to react on the NFC East Mixtape. I have a favor to ask of RJ. Can you please shame your co host For how long he takes to see, react, read out loud five star reviews on BGN. Tis, 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 Brandon. I'm betting my chances are better to get an answer if RJ sees it. (laughs) So, which players should the Eagles fans start paying attention to for our top 10 picks coming from the Saints? Um, You know what, uh, David Griffith? I will say check bleedinggreennation.com because they do a great job of tracking all that information. All right.
2: Speaking of bleedinggreennation.com, RJ.
1: Whoa! I have, I have oh, one no. last thing. This is the it's last like ten into the no, episode. No, it's, it's a question. Of, it's a it's a question about Philadelphia. True. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Um, the Astros apparently tried to yes. order catering. Did you see this? Um, and you're a big Philly person. Uh, big. Uh, you're six foot five. But um, so how you're tall are all you about again? Philly. Uh, I'm five foot nine. Yeah. So I'm I'm not bragging about being super tall, but you're six foot five. Like it's well documented. I'm, I'm anyway, a taller um, than you. Yes. Angelo's pizzeria in South Philly. I don't I don't know this. So I'm asking, like, how good is the pie? Oh, it's Angelos very good. Pizzeria? It's
2: honestly my favorite in Philadelphia. Right. Honestly, it might be my favorite ever. You get the upside down from there. Like that's the the, the pie to yeah, get they have different kinds, but that's like the definitive top elite tier. They're all very good, but that is the best of the best. People like their cheesesteak there too. Some people will say like they have the best cheesesteak in Philly. It's very good. I've had it. And I love Angelo's. I'm not trying to crap on them, but I think Woodrow's still has the best cheesesteak. But their pizza is my favorite pizza in Philly. Um, can be.
1: I saw somebody tweet at you about the Woodrow's thing, and you were like, yeah, it's underrated or whatever. Well, I mean, right. it just, it's just okay. funny
2: because people like want to always be like, oh, Jim's or Pats or whatever. No, it's Woodrow's. It's Woodrow's is the best.
1: You know, maybe um, just uh, this isn't a knock on, on Philadelphia, uh, but uh, maybe come up with a name that isn't like a person, like Jim's Pats. You know, let's come up with something a little bit different. You know what I mean? Woodrow's like Angelo's. Is a good one. Like, hey, That's a unique like, thing. Is Angelo's is that the, the Angelo that Doug Peterson was no, pissed off? That's <laughs> Angelo Cantoni. <Cintalli>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's retiring, okay. by the way? Oh uh, well. Wow. Well, I don't know a lot about the city of Philadelphia except for they're going wow. down in the World Series. But okay, let's let's move along. What do you want to get to? We're gonna move quickly, so apologies to people who listen on one and a half speed. Um, we are among you. But you know, it is really I mean, awesome. it's kind of
2: funny. Like the Eagles have reached a point at this stage in the season where they're they're so good that they're also like not interesting. You know, like it's not like because they they entered the game against the Steelers as 11 point 11 and a half point favorites. I think it went up to by kickoff and they took care of business. Like <laughs> it wasn't there wasn't a lot of like drama uh, associated with this. It was okay, it was a little cl- close early on when uh it looked like the uh my said Phillies. the Eagles were going to hold the Steelers to a field goal. uh Bernie Graham commits a penalty. Uh they go by the way what does Mike Tomlin doing, going or kicking a field goal at the two yard line as 11 and a half point underdogs, like really weird decision from him, but whatever. Yeah. Um, They actually call a nice play there. Uh, Wide receiver pass trick play by Chase Claypool, who's now a member of the Chicago bears. Uh, and they tie the game there. But from there, the Eagles just like raced out ahead. Jalen hurts looked great. It was great to see him looking um better, moving the ball through the air, really airing it out. Cause the past three weeks, he had fewer than 200 yards on average in each game uh AJ Brown who you apologized uh for that take but like
1: yeah like well, let it but go was like a Eagles weird reasoning like, you I'll...
2: apologize for that like didn't you apologize that because the Saints lost to the Bengals like there was it didn't make sense why you apologize for it
1: no at the time. I well like I, I I came around it was really early in the season too um it was after like I think the Vikings Monday night game one when he had 155 um... yards. <laughs> Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I think it was after, was it week two that they were on sure. Monday Night Football? The doubleheader or whatever? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I have already apologized. Like, okay, we all say bad things, but like, let's move on. It was a bad take. I apologized. And, you know, I thought that we could all experience some level of growth. Apparently, that's I mean, not I the was thing.
2: getting like hate for saying that Jalen Hurts threw some passes in, early in that game on Sunday.
1: Oh, well, you hated him. People that you, were underthrown. How do you, you like and him? My now? favorite
2: thing is, wow. and my favorite, I mean, least favorite, is like when people just like, he underthrew some passes early in the game. Like Objectively, he did. And people were like, well, this aged poorly. No, it didn't. It not age poorly. He, he underthrew passes early, and then he threw better ones later. It wasn't like I was like lying, and it's, it wasn't like I said he's only going to underthrow passes from now on the rest of his career. That's not what I said. Anyway, Dylan Hartz had a great game. Uh, it was really nice to see. Kind of puts him back in the MVP conversation because he kind of, not that he like left it, but
1: well, and Josh Allen didn't, like, sure. shine on yes. Sunday night football, He strengthened but... his
2: case because he had four t- passing touchdowns. Could have had more. Um, A.J. Brown almost had an, a fifth, but kind of caught uh, from behind barely by Minka Fitzpatrick. So, and just – and it, it, I get why people are getting on you about A.J. Brown because not only, like, was it clearly a good trade. It's, like, an amazing trade. <laughs>
1: like, he's – I will, but like all of them are amazing except for Devonte adams like i'm not trying to mitigate or it like poo poo the aj brown trade, but like the tyree kill trade's the best one no offense i mean to from AJ a maybe like, talent like, standpoint but like when you're talking about eight he's also he's unlocked Jalen waddle more than and like it's circumstantial like it's not apples to apples like you can't say like the things are the exact same although you thought that the dolphins were like apparently the eagles of the afc good. um anyway. well but still like i would say that I would say that was the most successful wide receiver trade. But AJ Brown is He's a also very, very very 20 close what? Second.
2: 24, 25 years old. Like this is like Tyreek Hill is in his prime already. AJ Brown has not necessarily even hit his prime yet in terms of, you know, at least age. So like that's crazy to think about. But yeah, the Eagles are uh, obviously a very good team offensively and the defense forced multiple turnovers and made some big plays as well. Robert Quinn didn't do a ton in his first game, but whatever. He came to Philly on short notice. Uh, short week too with the bears having played and in, in the Patriots uh are in, in the Patriot stadium earlier in the week. So uh not a ton to say other than like very like complete game. We were looking for a complete game from the Eagles and they turned one in. Uh they covered the spread. Um not much more you can ask for.
1: This what you're supposed to do against yep. crappy teams when it's not always like super flashy. It is what it is. Um I want to give another special shout out to the mixologists uh, who tagged me in the video that the eagles social team created that was all about did you know that the eagles and steelers were one team once upon a time so i saw all of the tags on instagram and tiktok thank you all very much um yeah this was weird i think it's funny uh, there was like some weird dots or weird like common not common denominators but like uh, you mentioned Robert Quinn, who the Eagles acquired from the Bears leading up to this game, the Bears, who the Cowboys played. Uh, the Eagles beat the Steelers in, with Chase Claypool, uh, his final game as a Steeler before they traded him to the Bears, the team who the Cowboys just lost to. Uh, Ro- or, sorry, just, just beat the team that lost to the Cowboys. Uh, Roquan Smith played his last game as a Bear against the Cowboys before being traded to the Ravens, the obviously rival of the Steelers. So some weird kind of funky stuff happening there. Uh, sometimes things just kind of clunk together like that. Uh, the Eagles are 14 point favorites against the Houston Texans on Thursday night um, in Houston. I I don't know. Uh, and that, by the way, it is according to our friends um, at DraftKings, um, who sponsors our show over at the ESPN Nation NFL show, where Brandon missed his yeah. lock of the week. I was the only one to get it right. So everyone should listen to me if you want to make money. Um, you locked up the raiders Tough. over the saints you thought you know this 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 saints pick is going to be a little bit higher i but mean no, i don't think anyone wrong. was thinking the readers were gonna get shut out against the saints like what the heck was that well it was it was fluky to trust them i told you that on the show like i shut said, out hey, though? you know, like your, come on your lock record can withstand it um so my last question on this and then we we'll, can kind of spin forward um what is the average philly fan doing like i know we kind of already talked about baseball but oh, with yeah. the world series getting postponed today Every Philly like Philadelphia and was going to like they were in Nirvana this week with like games uh, three, four, and five, Thursday night football, then five and six if necessary. Um, so like what is the plan? Obviously, the plan for you is like, you know, keep tabs as much as you can on, on the World Series, but like the average person, what do you think they're doing in your well estimation? for me?
2: I'll answer for me first. I have uh, the big monitor where I usually watch the games and I have a smaller one off to the side for this kind of stuff so i will put the phillies game on the smaller monitor and have it on there with the volume off um i think most people will be like philadelphia as a whole because if you're asking those are two different things if you're asking about like the general pulse of philadelphia i think they obviously care more about a world series game which could potentially be like a very sure. like like in theory it could be the like the closeout game for the phillies like in like, like that possibility exists so of course
1: or it could be the well, last sure, game but easy, for the but Phillies, like like, like well, it could it could be the closeout right, one so, way or the other. So this was this was my take. You got mad about my Robert Quinn take, um, how the I Eagles mad. made just, I was, it was a it doesn't joke, make but sense. um, but how how the well, like the, for anyone who's unaware, um, the Eagles made beating the Bears easier for the Cowboys. Yeah, so what if the NFC East is one? But anyway, um, so wh- I mean, like you yourself has have made mention of the crowd in Philadelphia for mm-hmm. the Phillies, like the postponement and the fact that the eagles are playing on thursday night impacts things like it 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 does like even if it's one percent um and and i mean i'm with you i think that every person would would like if they could win one or the other a world series or a thursday night game against against this opponent but but i do think my, my uh my personal read on things you can tell me if i'm wrong the average philly sports fan who is eagles philly sixers if they if there was like a pie of the like of their associated fandom, I would say like seventy percent belongs to the Eagles. Like it is a significant majority. So the Phillies are a much like smaller priority in their life.
2: I mean, I think Eagles fans, like who, Eagles fans who also like the Phillies, are certainly going to be watching the Eagles game. But I think the general Philadelphia sports fans gonna care more about mm-hmm. the World Series, um, especially against this opponent. It's one thing if this is like a big Eagles Cowboys matchup on Thursday, like that's a tougher call. It's, a, it's right, an AFC yeah. opponent. And like the Texans are bad and have no juice. And like you just said, these are 14 point favorites,
1: red helmets though. So that is, that red is helmets.
2: interesting. Um, you know, supporting the Texans, supporting the Phillies, uh, apparently. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think people are going to be very okay. Checking in on the Eagle score while watching the Phillies game. Uh, mostly.
1: It was just an interesting wrinkle that came about because of the World Series postponement. Okay, you wanted to go to the Giants next yes. because we both overlooked the, well, the we, no, Giants. No, well, no, 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 like, no. That's we, not no why. we both did. That's not the reasoning. No, so we both overlooked them. We both The reasoning is we talked ha- we go about. Divisional order. We made a mistake last the year. The reasoning few
2: is weeks. we talked about the Cowboys yeah. in the Giants spot. So what does it make sense to undo? I know, but no, we both overlooked them.
1: Look, the one for Giants. We've already apologized. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Chicago Bears 49 to 29 the we're not talking about the Cowboys here we're talking about the Giants here. it's a one
2: for one no it's a that, one again, for one look, how look, do you not understand look, this
1: let's we we have limited time the Cowboys I'm not won the Cowboys. 49 I'm not gonna say to anything. 29.
2: you can say whatever you want well then you, you acknowledge
1: it. that Dak Prescott's the best quarterback I'm not say in the division
2: because you, you don't even believe is. that right now is Dak Prescott in the MVP of course conversation I, believe. I mean it's, he's the I best quarterback in the division right now
1: value you you can't evaluate it. I mean, it's like you can't evaluate it fairly for Dak. Like you can't evaluate anything fairly. You can't be like Bill is part of the season. equation ev- here.
2: That's not bad luck because Crush it's like got crushed for being injury prone and everything. So now Dak just gets a pass.
1: Well, that's because people were under- and everyone to Dak uh, for being what? how
2: like durable he was, and then he gets hurt, and now we can't criticize him for that. He's just untouchable.
1: I don't know. Well- like okay, so th- these are different discussions. Like whether or not we can criticize him for being injury prone and how we can evaluate his success on the field. Those are two different discussions. But you're right; it's it fair to say, like, is he injury prone it now? It's not like you can uh, just separate right. that. Right. But as far as his his he's played two full games uh, this season. Obviously, the first game against the Bucks was terrible. Uh, the game against the Lions was the first one back, ramping up, et cetera, et cetera, knocking the rust off. It was incredible. Um, I I said, and I don't know if you remember this game this this game this was the best stack played in my mind since atlanta last year when the cowboys kind of just had their way with the falcons they just blanked them totally completely um he had some nice moments later down the stretch um he played well on thanksgiving the cowboys lost that game um they played well on sunday night football against washington when um the then football team fought each other on the benches remember remember the bench stuff that was so much fun um but uh and then they all played well in Philadelphia. Oh, whatever. Um, I mean, this was the most sound football he had played in my mind since November, November 14th of last year. And that was a really encouraging thing to see. I can't find myself with enough energy to argue Zeke Elliott versus Tony Pollard. Like, it's not a real thing in my mind. Um, I know what Jerry Jones said. I think if you're a football fan, not even a Cowboys fan, but if you're a football fan who takes Jerry Jones seriously, you're kind of telling on yourself. Jerry's going to say what he wants. Uh, but the coaching staff has shown that they're certainly going to incorporate Tony Pollard, uh, which is a promising thing moving forward. It's not a real thing in your mind because like it's not going to
2: happen and you're resigned to it not changing, or because you think it should be how it is.
1: I don't it's because I don't take like anything that Jerry says about the the football of the team. But you still think Pollard like, you know should guy, right? If I um yeah. I mean, but like define the guy, like, I don't, I don't think playing any, more than he is
2: when Zeke is healthy.
1: Yes. But I don't think like people turn the discussion into, that's why like, this is a sensitive topic. Like I don't, I'm not saying Pollard. like people say he, he should, should be the bell cow. cow. I, I'm not saying he should touch the ball 30 yeah, times a game, that. but 15 not is not in not Zeke doesn't, shouldn't right. get any no, carries, like, but yeah. He, he should, he should be the focus of your backfield. That is definitely my take. Um, and he's not, um, but I, I mean, they are incorporating him, using him more, um, They're also keeping him fresh. I mean, if you want to, you know, believe Mm -hmm. like lend yourself to that argument, Um, they're keeping Zeke fresh. I mean, like the recipe that they are following is working. And so it's difficult to argue with those results. I'm not a results oriented person in this sense. Uh, but he was remarkable. I mean, the, at, at present time, the Cowboys are on their bye, obviously. Their four longest plays this season, shout out to our our friend uh, Justice Mosqueda, help me look this up, um, all belong to Tony Pollard. Like, <laughs> like, they're literally all, all of them are Tony Pollard. He is a, he is a highlight waiting to happen. Um, and he gets like, lumped into this like oh well he's the flashy runner and zeke's the physical one like that's not it at all like tony Pollard is just as maybe not just as physical of a runner but he's totally physical as well he can fight his way through traffic he does that all the time um he is he is the most dangerous player on their offense there's no doubt there's are
2: really bad um not to take credit away from the cowboys i'm just saying like i i didn't I never thought the bears were going to win that game because i'm obviously not a justin fields guy justin fields who
1: you took, you took Dallas to cover, right? When it was like yeah, nine yeah, and a half, easily. ten, it whatever. It not so, even a question yeah, in out. my
2: mind. I should have made that my lock because <laughs> it was not a question to me. Um, especially Bears were coming off a short week, too. And as you noted, kind of unfair to them. Not that it would have changed the outcome of the game. Short week on the yeah. road before yeah. traveling. So, you know, really it, just, it was not – they weren't going to win this game. It just wasn't going to happen. And sure enough, they didn't – Justin Fields certainly didn't help the Bears' cause by not touching down Michael Parsons, but instead jumping over him, which is just – that's, that's so, so like, sad. I, I mean, don't want just... to hear, like, oh, whatever. Who cares? No, that's a big deal. And he's not a rookie anymore. You can't even use, like, oh, you know, whatever. You're just used to the college roles. You're not a rookie, dude. Like, he should know better.
1: To your point, though, um, like, we're, we're not the biggest Daniel Jones fans. But remember when he when he fell on Thursday Night Football? That was in yep. Philly, right? Um, that game? Um, like, he got yeah. destroyed for that, right? Like, you know, it was – I mean, and it was funny, whatever. But, like, this is worse yeah, than he, he that. You know what I'm saying? Like, fall. the, the... – <laughs> I know, but like the fall was just like he's running really he's fast, almost too whatever. Skilled. Like sometimes, <laughs> exactly, you know what I'm saying? But like, this is literally like a process decision. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't want to like that. Oh, but watch out, he's got Chase Claypool now. Oh man, Justin Fields has been unlocked. I will say for an Eagles fan who did not watch this game, because that happens when the Cowboys and the Eagles are playing simultaneously, um, the scoreboard reads 49 to 29, and some of, of Justin Fields' stat lines are a little bit generous. Mm-hmm. I was talking to you in stats about this on Slack. Um, not to be the, like, officials, like, are out for the Cowboys guy. Um, and I know the review bagged on me already for this. But 13 of Chicago's 29 points were directly influenced by Tiki-Tak calls. Um, Trayvon Diggs had an interception after Chauncey Golston was called for roughing the passer. We all know how Tiki-Tak that has been this mm-hmm. season. Um, and Khalil Herbert clearly fumbled. Um, and then, according to officials, with no evidence to support this, regained possession before not fumbling again. Um, and the Bears scored on both of those drives that were kept alive by those penalties. So I think that that's important in evaluating what Dallas gave up or what Justin Fields did or whatever. It was a sound you know, butt whipping. This, this, this was the perfect kind of game to go into the buy, which is where the Cowboys are at.
2: Uh, one similarity between the Eagles and Cowboys. And I have a question for you too, is the Eagles and Cowboys both did not make a deal on trade deadline day. Made one, each made one last week when they both acquired a uh, defensive lineman, Jonathan Hankins for the Raiders, and then Robert Quinn for the Eagles. Uh, the, as I just said, the Cowboys did not make a deadline deal, which, you know, goes, flies in the face of one RJ Ochoa who tweeted my personal opinion that the Dallas Cowboys should make a move parentheses trade signing etc uh, that they believe will help them win the Super Bowl this season that is how I would approach things if it were my team but the Cowboys let you down RJ.
1: Um. so i um there are people who don't identify that those kinds of tweets are sarcasm that happens by the way uh oh also on the subject of twitter just so everyone knows brandon said he's going to pay the money to keep his blue check so everybody watch <laughs> i out. did not see uh, that anyway <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you know, I, I we talked about it last week like i, I and we talked about it a lot of btb like jonathan hankins trade that's i mean i wouldn't say it was like super aggressive but i loved it it addressed a need um low cost I mean, high reward, I guess, Uh, for what it's worth. It it felt like, you know, what went up was going to come down. The Cowboys brought in a defensive tackle right before we started recording this. That's why I was late. They waived Tristan Hill, their second round draft pick in 2019. He was their second round pick, but their first pick uh, because they had traded their first rounder for Mario Cooper. Um, So there's only three players left from the 2019 class for Dallas, all in contractors. Obviously, one of them is Tony Pollard um i think they're well equipped and there was the report oh man they really tried they were they were close with the houston texans to, to bring in brandon cooks i don't know how much i put into that um i mean i believe they they picked up the phone or whatever um but Cooks's contract yeah. was always going to make it difficult to so deal like him, 18 million uh, guaranteed for anybody. next year so yeah it was just it was just impossible and so um I mean, should the Cowboys have given up a second-round pick for Chase Claypool? No. no. Um, is it still frustrating that you know he went for a second and that Amari went for a fifth? Yes. Um, <laughs> wow. But we did to um, put it in the context. For, I know he's what... on a
2: rookie deal, but geez.
1: Right. I mean, it, there's context, it's but it, it's just it will never not hurt. It, it will it will never not yeah. be annoying. Doesn't make any um, sense. Anyway. Any um, I, I you know like it would have been cool if they had pulled something off. Don't get me wrong, but like I really am fine. Like they have in my mind. Or with me specifically earned some benefit of the doubt with, with how wow. the, the things they have done they have justified well I'm not saying all of it but they have justified some of their decisions and their beliefs and they have there's proof of concept that's not to say they're infallible and they should be trusted implicitly but they have earned some benefit of the doubt James Washington's coming back and generally the response is like boo oh, James Washington whatever but I mean that, I felt that way about Dante Fowler i mean you know like and i'm again that doesn't suggest like this isn't a results oriented thing but i trust them i'm willing to trust them willing to see what they've got going uh, they're six and two they're well positioned they have a 90 with six percent chance of making the playoffs um so i'll give them the benefit of the doubt deadline was
2: a seller's market too clearly you know it wasn't it wasn't an opportunity to buy low uh anywhere really like everyone who traded away a player i think generally Uh, one or at least got like very good returns in return no one was to be had for the cheap Um, so i think that's something important to consider for the teams such as the eagles and cowboys here uh, who did not make deadline moves on deadline day neither did the giants as well and we'll get to them the commanders did so we'll we'll also touch on that
1: well the giants like the cowboys and eagles made a trade last week but they sent a player away obviously they that i guess it's probably a good time to get to them Uh, actually let's take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors Welcome back, Brandon. While we were recording, you went and got a New York Giants jersey out of your closet. Can you tell everybody what player it is? That didn't happen. Um, you're wearing a Phillies jersey. I believe you got it for your birthday. Um, is that uh, a general jersey or is it a player? Because I'm looking. It's at the a front.
2: player. Guess a That's number. Fine. That's not a good game.
1: I think it's a. I think it's. It's uh, a 29. Okay.
2: It's just 29. That's all it says on the back. Yeah. Like,
1: really? I do. Like, I think you need to prove it to us. Now I don't want to turn around. It's too much. Hmm. I think there's a bigger story here. Uh, I mean, it if I turn around, six, then five, like, that's my no. no, no, not what's happening. Six five. Anyway. Um. Okay. Uh. Well. Um. The New York Giants. We haven't recorded since they traded away Kadarius Tony to the Kansas City Chiefs. Just never worked. Um. There's talent there, but that is he's kind of like in the Justin Fields box of like getting a little bit too much hype without the on-field results, but we'll see. I mean, if, if it's going to work anywhere for him, it's going to be in Kansas city. Uh, but the giants fell to the Seahawks. Uh, they were actually, we talked about our locks of the week stats his lock. Um, he took the giants. Uh, what was his strategy? He said he closed his eyes and picked the team, right? Yeah. And, and I giants. said, it was a so, bad pick. Um, I said,
2: I want to pick right. the Seahawks twice in a row, but I can't per my rule that I made. Um, cause I don't think it's fun
1: when I said on the on the mixtape last week that I was thinking about taking the Giants and then I backed off of it before we actually made the picks. Um, I think that a lot of people are coming for the Giants. I think there's probably some Eagles fans there. And I know there's some Cowboys fans like haha, ha. They got exposed I seen a ton of that. I don't actually. think this is that, bad of, I, I this is that yeah. bad of a loss. I mean, like, you're, you know, you lost to a good team, a good quarterback. You know, it, it was kind of close. I think it was closer than than, than things look on the surface. Um, you're on your bye. You're 6-2. and two, Like, you're well above water. Like, if you're a Giants fan or, or associate with the team, you have every reason to be completely proud of your team. Yeah, they
2: lost in a way, too, in part. That wasn't, like, something you have to worry about every single week with R- Richie James, you know, fumbling twice like he did. That kind of is mm-hmm. maybe some karma, although in a much less high-leverage spot than what Kyle Williams doing that in the 49ers uh, Giants championship game once upon a time. I wanted to bring it up to stats, but it that, felt rude. Ah, man, so. that's, that was just like the biggest B of that whole run. Don't get me started on that run. I, I'm, look, <laughs> I'm the one who said that we should have talked about the uh, uh, Giants second, not the Cowboys. I'm on your side on this one. RJ is not. If, I, hate if Miles
1: Austin doesn't lose that ball on the lights, the whole it's, run doesn't happen. There, there's so many
2: things in that run. And obviously, like, to some extent, those things happen during runs. I'm not saying every run doesn't. Yeah. But, like, they happened at, like, every possible moment in every improbable way. It was, like, the, it was just the most... It was it just it bothered me from a standpoint of like, you know, usually the team that wins the Super Bowl is like, oh, this is the model team. It's like, what what was there to learn from those giants? Te- like, what was the formula? They weren't doing some formula. It's like if they the example I always use. Did you ever play a uh, Banjo Kazooie?
1: Um, not enough to understand. Okay, so, going to
2: Well, anyway, like so there was this part in that game, I believe, in Clanker's Cavern, um, where there's this giant mechanical fish where you would have to run through this alley of guillotines moving back really like you know fast back and forth and you know in theory if you ran through there at the precise right time you would miss all those swings right but just because you did that and made it through alive like that which would be in very improbable doesn't mean it was a good call to do that That was a very bad call you just happened to get lucky so that's like a results over process it's thing. like
1: you know the people You ever seen somebody play Nintendo, but like they like turn their hands upside down? You know what I'm talking about? Like they they, like do it very strangely. And it's like, that shouldn't work. You know what I mean? Like like, it's frustrating that it works yeah like they'll they'll like position huh. their hand like effectively like upside down or no. sideways you know what i'm saying like you know you see a controller and it's like you know your mind tells you there's like a standard way to hold it but like like i have my ps5 controller right here so it'd be like if somebody like if i played it like mm. this you know what i mean like somebody's like and then they're like just like dominating oh, right. you, you now. like yeah, you know, like they're they're winning and so like objectively right. that's fair but like it's a stupid way to win. So yeah. whatever. Um, that's, uh, you know, whatever. But um, Giants, hold your head high. Like, seriously. Like, I mean, and I mean, I mentioned playoff odds. Like, they're going to be, like, this is a playoff team. I sure. I, like, I don't think there's any doubt well, about schedule's it. schedule so one. easy
2: still, too. Like, they still have a lot of winnable games ahead of them. Um, let's take stock of the East as a whole right now, because we just mentioned the Giants. They're currently the sixth seed in the NFC playoff picture. So, yeah, they're a wild card team, to your point. The 49ers are late, right below them at 4-4. Four and four. And then it's the commanders at the eighth spot, just missing out. But uh, to your point on the Monday football Monday episode this week for the SB nation NFL show, not insane that all four of these teams could make the playoffs. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, uh, cause you know, Oh, uh, well, maybe it will. Uh, no. Cause I think the, so oh, I'm looking well, at you're, it here.
1: You're kind of blowing through, you you know, you're kind of blowing through well, Washington. Not getting into Washington. I'm like, just what,
2: saying like the giants are in a good no, spot but, like, to get a wild card. It, it
1: didn't, it involves them. the The Giants, I think, are certainly going to be a wild card. Like I don't. There's no doubt in my mind. Washington, there's a little bit of yes, doubt. Yes, Um, But hang on, I'm I'm pulling I mean, like you know, I'm I'm. Washington needs some help. Needs things to maybe not break the right way, but you know, they kind of just need things to kind of. They need they need the NFC to stay trash the way it's been. I don't think that that's as necessary for the Giants. Obviously not right. for the Cowboys or the Eagles. I mean, the Giants uh, have a two advantage to on
2: stuff. every other team. Like <laughs> the, the, the next closest team right. against the Forty ers who are four and four. Now,
1: this. And and I think that the the Giants really need the Niners to stay sucking for obvious reasons, but they have now lost a tiebreaker against the Seahawks, yeah. which is important, obviously, because they lost this specific game. Uh, but going off five thirty eight quarterback adjusted Elo forecast, as far as playoff likelihoods are concerned, uh, the Eagles have the highest p- playoff probability in the NFL with an over ninety nine percent chance of making the no playoffs. No team that has uh, ever started obviously. seven to zero
2: has missed the playoffs.
1: Um, you can't have 100%, obviously, at this point. So, like, if anyone's like, oh, it's not 100, that's just, you know, whatever. Uh, the Bills flat at 99. The Cowboys and Chiefs tied at 97%. The Minnesota Vikings now with TJ Hawkinson, that does impact the N- – that was kind of the only trade that impacts the NFC East, I felt like, of all the big ones uh, because they play the Cowboys in a couple of weeks. Um, and by then, you would imagine Hawkinson be a little bit more like assimilated into the offense. Uh, but anyway, ninety-six uh, percent chance. Titans ninety-three, Ravens ninety. Your Dolphins seventy-five. The Giants currently ahead of both the Niners and Seahawks. Giants at seventy-four. Niners seventy-three. The NFC West leading Seahawks only at sixty-two percent chance. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know how they don't win ten games easily. Like it's, it's an easy ten-win season for them. Oh, what's- and I think. This is the earliest I've been ready to call coach of the year, like in some time. It's Brian David. Mm. Like and some mm. of it is like the market and it's the Giants and they've sucked so much. But like I'm giving not him the guy just like lost totally to, Pete him. Carroll. No, I mean, like give Pete something. Like, I mean, you know, like, which team like, has he, Pete,
2: overperformed Pete, expectations more than the Seahawks? They have the Giants really? Everyone thought the Giants were going to like not be this good, but they thought they were going to like, you know, be more respectable and be decent. Literally no one thought the Seahawks were going to be anything
1: um I don't know man like again like I, I mean you you have a valid point but if I'm betting on one winning it it's probably a day ball because if the NFC East stays amazing like it's literally on pace to finish as like the best division of all time you know what I mean like so doing that in this division in, in that market against these markets you know what I mean like it just there's it, it's a it's a winning well, it comes case, down to that uh, and you know
2: both of them as the finalists then you know one is the tiebreaker now.
1: Mm um okay let's get to the commanders um I don't think we have to spend much time on the game um because it like it's kind of a boring game although it was a comeback uh for the commanders but some of that uh because of the super fraud cults nothing I have ever said has aged better than my exposure of the Indianapolis cults we agree on this which is why they're going to beat the Cowboys (laughs) (laughs) dude I seriously like how many more people are they throwing under this bus You know what I mean? Like today, uh, the day we're recording was Marcus Brady and Frank Ryan comes out. It was a tough, tough decision. No, it wasn't. You're saving yourself. At least be straight up about it. Like, man, I can't believe that any of you Eagles fans, not Brandon, thought that that dude was responsible for your Super Bowl. Uh, Although tough times for Doug Peterson right now. I mean, get him a Um, quarterback here. Let's go. I never want to see Carson Wentz. I mean, actually, I want to see Carson Wentz play. But like, if you're a Commanders fan, you should never want to see him play ever again. Like, there's just... Obviously, even wrote about that. I hate like... I know, but I hate like like talking about it like this because it's so lazy but like there's there's like a scrappiness like a you know a funness Fox. whatever to taylor heineke yeah like there there's something to them they're 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 more tolerable when when he's their quarterback and i you know if you're i don't know how you can want anything else if you're a commander
2: yeah fan. i mean they're still alive here um you know you have to give ron rivera a lot of credit <laughs> like i know you want to do no uh i don't really think these past two weeks say a ton about them like seriously turning things around. Although again, getting chase young back at some point is a nice boost to have there. Mm -hmm. And he can have a big impact. We talked about him prior to the season, maybe kind of being like a TJ watt um, kind of like having that like potential, not saying it's guaranteed to happen, especially coming off the injury, but I think that's the ceiling for the kind of impact that he could have. So um, yeah, you know, it's possible they could get that last wild card spot probably because, um, you know, it's it's going to be tough for them. They've already lost to the Cowboys. Uh, they have two games still against the Giants. We'll see. But the Giants currently, you know, have the uh, leg up on them with a better record. So uh, it's it's possible still they make the postseason, but it's probably for that final wild card spot, which I guess they'll take. But like, what does that really do? How would you not? Well, it take does, It does. You, I mean... you take it. But I'm saying, what does that really do for them? Big picture, still, because then what does next year look like? You're just going to run it back again, like.
1: I mean, so, like, it's a different thing than the Giants, right? Like, if you're the Giants, like, you get to the playoffs, like, it's a culture-boosting sort of thing. Like, you're already pretty deep into this culture. Um, and you mentioned Ron Rivera. Uh, the Commanders announced on Tuesday that his mother passed away. So we certainly um, are, are sending our thoughts and prayers to Ron Rivera and his family. We've, we've always said Ron Rivera, great human being. Um, obviously, a, a tough situation for him. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, because you, you kind of like, how do you move on from him, right? And and that's, it's a difficult subject to talk about today. Because he was like, good. It, it keeps you he wasn't sort of good in it, the it, it ke- well, like it keeps you kind of like stuck in this regime, you know. like how do you move on that's from really Taylor heineke? heineke? Do you heineke, keep him heineke. around? <laughs> um i mean whatever but you're i don't know if you have tabs open again your screen is really fighting you bears bear is really fighting um the mail truck but um they're the eighth seed right now to get to this question bear i know the bears aren't making the playoffs no, they're not uh what dead, they're not last though in the no. nfc okay your point is made <laughs> anyway um back to playoff likelihoods and probabilities the commanders currently sit with an 18 percent chance of making the playoffs um so it's and a lot of it is, and you mentioned this, is their yeah. schedule. Um, so they have the Vikings. By, by strength of schedule, um,
2: it's w- the toughest remaining strength of schedule.
1: And it's a lot sure. of that is
2: obviously the division. But um, still have the Vikings, but, um, too, and the so they, 49ers and the uh, Falcons.
1: So they, they get the Vikings this week. I'm a believer. Man, what a time to be mm. a Vikings fan. Okay. Like, I mean, seriously. Just ignoring Just the team blessed. that blasted and, them in week two. But okay. I said at the time that that was impressive. How, like, again, like, you're doing a victory lap do.
2: of the Vikings on Monday, Football Monday.
1: They are really good. I said they would be really good, and that has aged very well. Nobody no one believed in the Vikings. Vikings the way I did. Um, are you like? What are you? Are, are you more scared of the Cowboys or Vikings?
2: Uh, I think the Cowboys pose a bigger threat. Yes, not the Vikings. RJ's muting his microphone because he's uh, yeah. upset with Bear.
1: All right, enough. Why anyway. don't we get into the predictions um, for this
2: week, since we're up against the clock here?
1: Well, I did want to just quickly say um if the if the Commanders somehow win this week against the Vikings, which I don't think either of us think is going to happen and we can talk game about the predictions, in but Washington if they
2: do slash Mar- right. Landover, Maryland.
1: That's not Kirk's first game back, right? It can't be at this I don't point. think so. I'm, that I'm that blanking. can't be. Yeah, it's it in, like in the, I don't I don't know that for certain, but it can't I'm be. I'm pretty it. sure like, it's, it's not.
2: Unless he got like, um but you
1: know, whatever. He get hurt. Say they say they won. Say say that the Commanders do win. That would be a And I mean, they're not winning in Philadelphia, but it would make for a fun week because that they would be riding a four game winning streak heading into the Monday night football game in Philadelphia. That'd be be a fun story. And that would, man, the NFC East stuff would be exhausting. You know what I mean? Like that would be an exhausting week for like NFC beast puns. Um, But so it is what it is. Um, Okay. uh, Prediction time. So the Dallas Cowboys and New York Giants are both on by Mm -hmm. this week. Only two NFC East games. Uh, We've got the Eagles and Texans to kick things off on Thursday night. Um, As mentioned, our friends at DraftKings have Philadelphia favored by 14 (laughs) points. points. Do they win?
2: Do they cover? I mean, the Texans, just look at their schedule this year. Like, What have they done? Okay, so they beat the Jags in a game that was 13 to 6. And, you know, Jags haven't looked so hot recently. Been losing a lot. And then they tied against the Colts uh, in what? In week one? Like, okay. Those are the...
1: They should have beaten them. That that still bothers me. But they should have beaten them. But but you're right. You've... But what do they even like? Forget the wins. What do they do that? Like, what what do they have that you're like? Like, we, we can sit here about Washington and well, they're 500, but like, that's that sounds disrespectful. But like, you know, we, we can sit here and be like, well, you know, like, Taylor McLaurin's really good. Chase, like, what does Houston have? Like, oh man, rookie Damian Pierce is going to run all over this. The Eagles forgot and, to oh, touch on the Brandon Cooks who
2: William Jackson trade, by the way, for Washington. They traded him to the Steelers. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, they
1: and they were going to yeah. cut him, but they managed to get something. So back in the AFC North, we loved that signing when it happened, by the way. So, um, that didn't age well for us, but um, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't see how the, the, I mean, maybe the Texans cover, like maybe, maybe it's like a late backdoor cover, you know, type situation just because 14 is so much. Uh, I'm still going to take Philly. I, yeah. I, I'm fine betting on that and being wrong.
2: Um, I mean, yeah, the Eagles can cover. They have the ability to cover. And I guess the big question here, not only for this game, but coming up for the Eagles is how do they handle the loss of Jordan Davis, who's going to be out probably for four to six weeks, reportedly. We don't know the exact time frame, hasn't gone on injured reserve as of this podcast recording, Uh, but uh, he's certainly been a factor in the Eagles' run defense in those five-man fronts. Now he's not going to be there, so that's kind of a question mark. Maybe Damian Pierce has a big game in theory, but I feel like the Eagles can figure it out, and Davis Mills is clearly not very good, so I think he's going to turn over the ball. And I think the Eagles are going to capitalize. We've seen the offense rolling. I think this is a I, – I think there's a guard against the trap game potential here because – uh, Jalen Hurts is from Houston. And I think, as you like to point out, and I think there is, Big is there's going to be like a lot of, you know, like he's going to want out and put a show because he's going to have a lot of people who are coming to that game that he's probably family and everything. So I don't think they're going to like take this one for granted. And also, I think it's kind of like the messaging from Sirianni, I think, has been on point in recent weeks. And I think this is about like, hey, you know, let's tap in, let's get this one. And then we get kind of like another buy here, a mini buy after this one before that Washington game on Monday Night Football. So uh, I like the Eagles to win here. Texans are banged up too. Like, they're missing uh, Nico Collins, potentially, their second leading receiver behind Cooks, who there's some weirdness going on with Cooks. He missed practice today for personal reasons, and he's, like, tweeting weird things. So we'll see if he even plays or what's what the deal is there, if he's focused. And uh, they're also missing former Cowboy uh, Malik Collins on the defensive line. So I just think they're they're injured. They're not good. It's Levy Smith. Eagle, the Eagles are on a roll. John Hurts is on a roll. Nick is on a roll. I don't think Levy Smith is pulling out the upset here. I'll take the Eagles, and I'll give the points. I-
1: I would be more worried about the trap game potential if they had like sputtered or struggled against the Steelers like coming out of the bye. You know what I mean? Like whatever, this and that. Uh, but like they won yeah. very handily. And like, you know, and like it was the AJ Brown game. Like we said that a few weeks ago. Like, maybe this is the I don't know what it is, like the Dallas Goddard game, the Miles Handers game, whatever. Like, there will be a Kenneth game, they are whatever. the worst team in the league, uh, right?
2: Like you would say they're the worst team in the NFL. Like if you did you do your power rankings, are they dead last?
1: They were they yeah, were thirty. Like dead last in uh, I, I don't want them to be <laughs> Like, I, I've i grown so much. Like, there used to be this kind of, like, little brother rivalry between the Cowboys and Texans, like, in an annoying way. Like, the early 2010s when they had the Matt Schaub kind of success. Um, but now it's just, like, really sad and pathetic. Like, you know, like, now I kind of, like, root, not root for them, but, like, now it's like, uh, you know, if, if you can do it. Um, yeah, I I think everything you said is accurate. Um, I, I have two things to say. One, I just saw a tweet right now. Um that the Phillies could wear their powder blue wow. on Thursday night. Um, I was just saying so this. I don't know. I was just how, saying teams should I don't be know how accurate their, uh, that is.
2: alternates in the, in, you know, especially in, well, I don't Simon know.
1: I don't know what allows for that. Like, I, I don't know what rules like open the doors for that. But my question along the lines of predictions here is which members of the Eagles wear Phillies gear walking into think, the stadium. Cause ooh. somebody will, well, like, so Nick Sirianni is he did the that obvious last weekend. Um, yeah. Well, he's got he's to gotta do it. Like, the game, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's got to do it. It's in Houston. Like, does Jalen Hurts do it? Because he's had this, like, are you an Astros-Phillies fan? I think Philly he might, fan, like, think so he might really have to question. do it. I think he does it, and, like, this isn't, like, a shot at the Phillies. I think he does it if the series is tied or if they have the lead. But if the Phillies are down 3-1, I think it's a little bit too okay. much of, like, ah, oh, dude, you know what I mean? So that's my official prediction. Um, uh, The other game in the NFC East, like we said, uh Cowboys and Giants both on by. The commanders, we talked about it, hosting the Minnesota Vikings. They are laying three and a half points. The Vikings are. So commanders get three and a half at home. Um, so that's tough scene. Uh, but um, I don't think it's enough. No. I mean, I, I, it's, it's they're, the Vikings. You can make fun. They're very good. Like in this world and the commanders just they don't have the horses to turn around perhaps it's that a
2: hater take but i think the last two commanders games say more about their opponents than they really do about the commanders like the packers oh 10
1: well, points the packers BLG.
2: Are, i really want to i really want to do a version of um what's it called um the show with tony what's his name reality on espn what am i thinking of uh with the point system why can't i think of that uh what's that you know the show i'm talking about uh
0: we yeah, around yeah the horn? i
2: think of that yeah oh yeah where we like we, give we each, we each other points like, yeah MC's yeah mixtape version of that with all four people we do that on our round okay. tables
1: um at on the boys. we so can, do can do that with here. like where it's we have
2: that. a mixtape like that where we have representatives from each you know team site on and then i uh, don't maybe uh rachel or someone someone can you know be the person. rachel's biased True. we can't well, do it with rachel. Maybe, well, stats then. well there we go that's that's, that's almost like <laughs> like, the <laughs> like the perfect person to get for that uh so there we go i like that i think that could be a lot of fun um, Obviously, he's biased towards me, but that's fine. Um,
1: so we'll both take we'll both take him mean, Washington
2: so to wrap up that point. I th- yeah, I think the. I mean,
1: the sorry, me, oh, sorry, yeah, me, I know sorry. what you meant. Uh,
2: the win over the Packers was about the Packers like being terrible, clearly and falling apart. And the win over the Colts, mm-hmm. which again wasn't even like that impressive of a win from a standpoint, like they, they just this comeback. It's nice and all, but like the Colts also blew it. And uh, you know, I think Washington's a little bit better, certainly than they were with Carson Wentz uh, for vibes and other reasons and mobility turning, taking care of the ball, maybe a little bit better, not fumbling as much, but, uh, yeah, I think the Vikings win this game and cover dropping the football, the football team to four and five.
1: Agreed. Um, I mean, i echo everything you said. The only thing I would add as far as things to watch within the NFC East next week is massive for the Cowboys next week, the Cowboys, in case you don't know, go to Lambeau field. It's Mike McCarthy returning. Um, so Packers are in Detroit on Sunday. Um, Difficult game for them. I mean, right? any game uh, right now obviously. is a difficult
2: game for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. So, like, I'm very interested to see like what kind of energy they're bringing into that week. You know what I mean? Like, do they get a big win here? Do they, <laughs> they struggle again? Like, whatever, blah, blah. Uh, so, very anxious to see what happens here with the green bay packers uh as we close as an apology because i had to, it was my fault that we had to cut this short um brandon i will let you pick the subject matter i've gotten a lot of requests from the mixologist to do a russell wilson impersonation wow. it's been a while and it has been a tough scene for us since we last did it um so what would you like me to talk about as Russell?
2: maybe wilson? why the danger which was, was taken off the menu at subway
1: you know you know uh brandon um you know there are a lot of ingredients in life and some people um like i like to talk about how life is really like um like the line at subway you know you get in and uh you you pick your bread and it's like do do you want weed or white or or you know sometimes i'm in an italian mood they got the italian bnt it's great and and you go through and you know some ingredients are for you and, and some sometimes we all have um disadvantages or hurdles that we have to overcome um, maybe, maybe maybe you're allergic to tomatoes um, maybe maybe you have you have an allergen maybe you, you have a dairy re, you know reaction or something like that there, there are there are things and circumstances in life that, that, that you just can't plan and um, and sometimes you know life works for you and, and you can get that sandwich toasted uh, and you and you can get the combo meal the chips and the cookie and the drink I'd I like the lemonade Uh but you know, sometimes things just aren't ready, and and I think that's where we came down with the danger witch. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I I'm a big fan myself. Yeah, you know, I, I I can't tell you with the recipe. It's uh, it's some my, my personal chef who I pay eight million dollars a month to uh make, makes it for me. Um, it's part of my my nutrition plan. Um, uh, but, um, you know, if, if you want one, um, I, I can give you a, the Costco version because we have danger, Witch, is coming out. You can get it. They retail eleven They're frozen. Uh, you take it out, you put it in the microwave, two minutes, 30 seconds, uh, actually two minutes and 33 seconds. That's uh, for me, you know, cause I'm, I'm number three. Um, also two minutes and 33 seconds. How long, um, our offense was good this season, but, uh, but yeah, uh, danger, Witch, baby go Hawks, Broncos country. That's right. All right. Uh, check out the SB Nation Did NFL that show.
2: Check out. Yeah. Makes, hey, if you like the show, why not leave a comment in the? If you've already left a rating and review, especially leave a comment on the YouTube page, blogging the Boys YouTube page, or and or the Bleeding Green Nation YouTube page, uh, and then follow us on Twitter at Brandon Goutin, at RJ Ochoa, also on Instagram.
1: Yeah, blue checks or not, um, Ghost Rose. Oh, oh, actually, very last thing before we leave, we didn't finalize this on the SB Nation NFL show. If the Phillies win the World Series, I will change my Twitter avatar. Um, we're still, like, defining how long or whatever, and if the Astros win the World Series, Brandon will do it. So uh, that will happen. We just didn't finalize the details on the NFL show. I just wanted to make sure I people
2: knew it that. it be until after the next football game of the team. You can change it once that football game ends.
1: Um, well, that would be this weekend, like, in all likelihood. Actually, after next Sunday. Cause the Cowboys have a buy, you know what I mean? So that wouldn't be oh, fair. true, like, yeah, you know I mean? like, um, you know, like, and the Eagles are on Thursday night, so but like, then I would know, allow but, you to um, wait
2: maybe until
1: we'll we'll work out the details. But that's another reason you should listen to the SB nation NFL show because maybe you're like, What the hell, you guys had a bet going on? Yeah, we made the bet over there, uh, so head on over to there, Brandon. Um, give us your top three Halloween candies, yeah.
2: I heard you talk about this with stats, by the way, Phillies in five. Um, I'm gonna go, mm, uh, stupid. peanut butter cups, we use peanut butter cups good call uh, specifically call. the pumpkin too for halloween come on you gotta get that pumpkin shape yeah not fun. my thing but still uh and then number two i'm gonna go with the peanut butter m&m's so you already know these answers because i dropped them in slack yesterday and then third i'm gonna go sour because mm-hmm. i can't just go chocolate for everything you have to have that um you know i like that sourness
1: had you heard of a charleston chew i've heard of it but like, i don't
2: know what it is like I've, i know it exists but i don't know what it is
1: yeah can you believe he said, he literally yes. said his favorite candy I, was a Tootsie Roll. Have you heard the fruit would say Tootsie
2: that? Rolls? It's a fruit version.
1: I don't want that. They're, they're not bad. Mm-mm. They're not like a favorite, but they're not bad. Make a random noise. as really, A noise it can't be a word.
2: Phillies in five.